My final interview at the Sirius Cybernetics Corporation was with the company's head of security himself, Tyrell Johnson. Mid-fifties, one of those big men who, by dint of clean living and regular exercise, have failed to go to fat and instead compacted down to the tensile strength of teak. Light-skinned with short grey hair and dressed in a bespoke navy pinstripe suit with a lemon cotton shirt and no tie. Since everybody else in the building dressed in varying degrees of slacker casual, wearing a suit made a statement. I was glad I'd worn mine. Judging by the pastel-coloured walls, the spindly stainless steel furniture, and the words, Ask me about my poetry, painted along one wall in MS Comic Sans, I was guessing that Mr. Johnson hadn't decorated his office himself. I was stuck on the low-slung banana-yellow sofa while he was perched on the edge of his desk, arms folded, working without notes, I noticed. Peter Grant. He spoke with a West Indian accent, apparently Trinidadian, although I can't tell them apart. Twenty-eight years old, Londoner, plenty of GCSEs, three C-grade A-levels, but you didn't go on to further education. Worked for Tesco, a couple of small retailers, something called Spinnaker Office Services. What was that? Office cleaning. So you know your way around a mop? He smiled. Unfortunately, I said, manfully resisting the urge to add sir to the end of every sentence. Tyrell Johnson had stopped being a copper the year I was born. But obviously there were some things that never leave you. I realised that I might have to come to terms with that myself. Two years as a PCSO, then you joined the Metropolitan Police and managed a whole six years before leaving. He nodded as if this made perfect sense to him. I wish it did to me. Following probation, you went into Specialist Organized and Economic Crime Command, said Johnson. Doing what, exactly? It had been agreed that it would be counterproductive all round if I was to mention the Special Assessment Unit, otherwise known as the Folly, also known as... Oh, God, not them. That there was a section of the Met that dealt with weird shit was quite widely known within the police. That it had officers who were trained in magic was not exactly a secret, but definitely something nobody wanted to talk about, especially at a job interview. Uh, Operation Fairground, I said. Never heard of it. Nigerian counterfeiting gangs. Undercover? No, I said. Interviews, statements, follow-ups, you know. Legwork. Why don't we just get down to the main event? said Johnson. Why did you leave the police? Being ex job, Johnson was bound to still have contacts in the Met. He would have checked my name out as soon as my CV was shortlisted. Still, the fact that I was even having this interview indicated that he didn't know everything. There was a death in custody, I said. I was put on suspension. He leaned forward slightly for emphasis. Tell me, son he said. Were you responsible? I looked him in the eyes. I should have seen it coming, and I didn't act fast enough to stop it, I said. It's so much easier to lie when you're telling the truth. He nodded. There always has to be someone to blame, he said. You didn't try to stick it out? I was encouraged to move on, I said. Somebody had to go, but they didn't want to fuss. I didn't say who they were, but that didn't seem to bother Johnson, who nodded sagely. What do you think about computers? He asked. 
showing that interview trick of suddenly changing the subject was also something that never leaves you when you exit the job. It's always the job, with a capital letter, as if once you're in it, you can't imagine doing anything else. Just be yourself, Beverly had said when I was dressing that morning. I once played Red Dead Redemption for 24 hours solid, I said. Johnson's eyes narrowed, but there was amusement in the set of his mouth. It faded a little. I'll be honest with you, son. All things being equal, you'd normally be a bit overqualified for this job, he said. But I have a problem. Sir? I tried to keep an expression of bland interest on my face. Someone in the workforce is up to no good, he said, and I relaxed. I can feel them scuttling around like a rat. I don't have time to chase them, so what I need is a rat catcher, someone I can trust to do the job properly. I worked Oxford Street, I said. Rat catching's my speciality. Yes, he said slowly. You'll do. When can you start? Right now, I said. Chance would be a fine thing, said Johnson. We have to navigate you through HR first, so Monday will be fine, nice and early. He straightened up off his desk and I jumped to my feet. He held out his hand. It was like shaking hands with a tree. Just so we clear, he said, not letting go of my hand. No matter what anyone else thinks, including the Uber Hobbit himself, you work for me and only me. Understand? Yes, sir, I said. Good, he said, and walked me out of the building.